Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Well, welcome everybody. Wow, we're in, a, in, in this wonderful... Uh, that how's good. that, huh? You got to do that for Halloween. That was good. Do Coming that again. The voice changer or what? Yeah. It's like having a reverberator in... Uh, a 56 Chevy that uh, we could turn on. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here on a, oh, boy, you know, another live radio show here uh, on the eve of some sort of a uh, a weather occurrence. And even tonight coming in uh, was pretty uh, foggy driving. Uh, driving's pretty bad, the limited visibility. And so uh, here to welcome uh, our our guest uh, on the on a t- by a telephone. Uh, we had hoped to have her in studio, but uh, one of our dearest friends of the radio uh, program here, uh, Secretary uh, Cheryl Poppy. Cheryl, are you out there? I am. Can you hear me, Greg? Oh, Cheryl, you're coming in loud and clear as always. Uh, thanks a lot for taking the time to call in tonight, Cheryl. Oh, thank you so much for having me and. Uh, Thank you for having us uh, by telephone, given the weather circumstances. So we we always appreciate being invited onto your program. So well, thank you for having us. Yep, yep. And we and we got you coming in. I think on on about March tenth. I think we got you coming in for a a, a woman veterans uh, night here on. The, yep, March tenth. We have you coming in and. You know, we look forward to programming some more shows, uh, you know, throughout the rest of the year, Cheryl. We, uh, you, you do so much, and there's so many programs out there. Uh, you, you know, I don't think we could talk enough about what you do. Well, thank you, Greg. And, um, and, and I'm glad you're talking about the women veterans, because that is that is something interesting that I did want to be able to mention tonight before Claire McCrinicolis comes on to talk about housing. Ab- 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 absolutely, Cheryl. Uh, 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 the, the microphone is all yours. Thank you. You know, one thing I did want to say before we start, Greg, and if um, you were going to mention it later, um, then, then I'll leave it, but... Um, I did want to take a moment to recognize that today is for Chaplain's Day. Um, and so, you know, just thinking about those four chaplains that made that selfless sacrifice 79 years ago today and towards the United States Army Transport Dorchester. And you want to refresh, refresh the, uh, the audience for everybody out there, please, Cheryl? Yes. Um, for anyone who isn't familiar with it, um, uh, the United States Army Transport Dorchester was torpedoed in on this day in 1943, and um, you know there was a big loss of life aboard that ship. But in particular, there were four chaplains. Um, one was George Fox, who was Methodist. There was Alexander Good, who was a Jewish rabbi. There was Clark Poling, who was Dutch Reformed, and John Washington, who was a Catholic priest. And they gave up their life jackets, as we probably would have suspected they would, um, to others. And they prayed until the ship went down. It did go down very quickly, um, but we always remember them as they exemplify that selfless sacrifice that we see. And we we remember them today. Wow. 
Thank you. Thank you. That's uh that's a that's a inspiring story, but it's something that that you you'd come to think of, wouldn't you Cheryl when you're looking back at the bravery and the number of stories uh during World War 2 of all those uh brave men that 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 gave their lives uh, crossing uh crossing the ocean to 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 get to fight. What a what a what a great deal, you know? Right, and they they were on their way to doing that, and oh. so yeah, remembering those brave men and women, and um, I'm talking about women. Um, I'm really pleased to be able to say that today we we went live actually late yesterday and today with a survey on women veterans. You know, we were funded by the legislature for a study on women veterans and the programs that they're using in Massachusetts and what their needs are. So uh, we work together, and we're doing a survey of women veterans in the Commonwealth, and we're focusing on the current service needs and what's, you know, the services that are being used. And this will help us all better understand how our women veterans interact with the Department of Veterans Services, with the Women Veterans Network, and other providers, um, and then where women may need additional resources and support. And some of the other good news for this is women veterans who complete the survey will have an opportunity to be entered into a drawing to win one of 20 Dunkin' gift cards, and each of those cards are valued at $20. Um, so you can, we, I, I believe we can send you the link to the survey if you don't have it. I can also just kind of read it out, but that might, that might be, it is kind of a long one. But we have um, we have put that information out for the you know through many different outlets and social media and through email and we will continue to put that link out um, because we really want to make sure that all women veterans in the Commonwealth from Pittsfield to Provincetown have their voices heard. Well, and I've already had it added to the Veterans Voice Network website, Cheryl. I uh, I, I took the uh, email that you sent to me and I've already forwarded to my web designer and uh it's already up on our website veteransvoicenetwork.org so uh you know we're glad to support you on this and uh i i, I mean what what better way uh cheryl to find out the answers to so many questions that you just posed thank you greg you're absolutely right a lot of times we think we know uh what what one woman veteran is looking for but the way to really be sure uh, it is is to ask. Cheryl, sometimes we get jaded swimming in our own swimming pools for too long, and and everybody in our pool knows what's in our little swimming pool knows what's going on. But there's a whole lot of other swimming pools out there that that aren't of the same uh, situation. And and uh, is this a survey that's going to be going on for a while now? We will be. I'm not. You know, I'm not sure exactly when it closed, but I do know that we we owe a report to the legislature by the end of this fiscal year. So it will be it will be live for a while. Great. And um, then we will close, and and the group that we're working with will obviously analyze all the data from the survey and then put it together as part of our study. I, I mean, I, even you sent me an article, Greg, about women veteran-owned businesses yes. um, and how they are, there's about, I think you said something like 1% of all businesses, but 
8% of all veteran-owned businesses, which is consistent with the population. Yeah. But we always want the opportunity for women veterans to be able to, more women veterans to start their own businesses if they would like to do that. Well, next so week, those are some of the things we talk about. Ne- next week we have uh, um, one of my dearest friends. I've known Ray almost as long as I've known you is Ray Milano from the uh, the SBA. And he'll be talking specifically about uh, uh, veteran business owners. So, uh, you know, for all you women uh, listeners out there tonight uh, uh, and entrepreneurs out there, uh, Ray Milano will be in studio. And, boy, he's the director, the national director of the SBA uh, 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 for Veterans Affairs. And uh, Ray, Ray does a great job, and he has... He he knows it all. He's been around, and he he's a a great asset. So uh, no, we we appreciate uh, certainly Cheryl the the uh, the effect that women veterans are having out there. The fastest growing population within the veterans community are, are women veterans, and you know just last week we had a a gentleman, one of my friends, on that uh, his mother was on four or five years ago. She was a World War II Marine. And he came on last week talking about her service and what it meant to the family and all that. But look at where women veterans and women uh, uh, in the military have come from there to today, including you, Cheryl. You're a trailblazer as well. So congratulations on getting to where you've gotten. I think you have a little bit more to go, but you've done a hell of a job. Oh, thank you, Greg. And where, when you mentioned that World War II uh, United States Marine Corps veteran, uh, yep, she was definitely a trailblazer that that pioneered the way, really, for a lot of us to follow. And I think, you know, we have a lot to be thankful for, for those women veterans that set the stage so that we could pursue our careers. And, and now look at the way Massachusetts is taking the lead across the country with a network of VSOs. Do you want to mention briefly, Cheryl, what, what the VSOs are all about and, and, what, and how you work so closely with them? I, I always, look, always like to remind everybody of that opportunity. And again, that's one of our uniquenesses in Massachusetts is that we have a veteran service officer in every city and town. So, and obviously some of them in the smaller cities and towns are in districts. So we probably have about 250 veteran service officers, and they are the front line for veterans uh, coming into the community, returning to the community to help uh, help those veterans access services, uh, whether it's health care, behavioral health services, assistance with financial needs, um, or, you know, our safety net program, Chapter 115. The veterans are, service officers are the first point of contact that are available, you know, at most town halls or senior centers or some local place in the community. And what would chapter... To be able to get those services. What would, what, you mentioned the Chapter 115. Uh, uh, what, what, what is that program all about? That's, uh, that's what we call our safety net program, uh, and that's for veterans that might have some financial need 
And uh, the idea of Chapter 115 is to provide some financial assistance and assistance with, you know, sometimes uh, heating assistance, fuel assistance, or sometimes even if they don't qualify financially, maybe there's a medical-only program. And I think Evan McKernicolis was just on um, a couple, a few weeks ago yep. to, to go into that in detail. And that's to help them until they either find employment or they're in process of applying for, you know, federal benefits. And it's, again, I really think I, I've looked at other programs, but I, I'm not sure any other state has anything that's quite like what we have here in Massachusetts. And we have Evan's uh, appearance, uh, in, and you were in uh, with him that night, Cheryl. We have uh, that show uh, archived, uh, available at VeteransVoiceNetwork.org, so it would be real easy for someone to go back and, and listen to uh, Evan's story and the, the Chapter 115 benefits that provide such great assistance. But, Cheryl, at this point, why don't we take a break? I see that Claire is on the line right now, and we'll come back after this break and introduce Claire and get you guys all talking. How's that? Thank you much. Thank uh, you very much, Greg. I'm sure you, Claire's got a lot to tell you. So I, I, I'm sure I'll try to not. To I'll try to keep out. I'll try to keep out of the way. All right, lad. Why don't you take us away, kid? We'll be back after these messages to uh, listen to Claire with more vowels than uh, Giuseppe Guadalupe. Uh, we don't even want to spell uh, Claire's last name, uh, uh, so uh, we'll let her uh, try to give out her email address. Uh, good luck. Uh, that's our final question on Jeopardy tonight. But, Larry, why don't you take it away, kid, and we'll be back with uh, our next wonderful guest. Take it away, Larry. Eligible for TRICARE? It doesn't get better than U.S. Family Health Plan, a terrific TRICARE choice for military families and retirees. You get all the benefits of TRICARE, plus some great extras like chiropractic care and a 24-hour nurse advice line. With U.S. Family Health Plan's large network of civilian physicians and hospitals, it's easy to find a great doctor. It's free for active-duty families, and for military retirees, it's very affordable. Find out more at usfamilyhealth.org or call 1-888-815-5510. That's 1-888-815-5510. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here in a foggy night in Marshfield, but uh, we've got some bright, shining stars out there that have uh, that are going to be on tonight. And, and, and coming up now is a is a, a, a young lady that I've not met now for going back several years, has always been a, a, a wealth of information. And Claire McCrinicolis, are you out there, dear? I am, Greg. How are you this evening? I'm, Hello? I, we're all very well, a little bit foggy, but uh, thanks for taking the time to call in, Claire. We really appreciate it. Absolutely, and I'd like to say hello to uh, Secretary Poppy as well out there. So it's always an honor to be uh, on a radio show with uh, Secretary Poppy. She's done a lot for uh, veterans uh, in the Commonwealth of Mass. So I'm very privileged. Thank well, you. And she's made herself and her staff very available to us here at the at the at the station, and it and it helps us because now we're be able to we're able to provide more of the information that you folks are are, are putting together, specifically the Massachusetts uh, uh, benefit programs, which are many. And uh, I think you're here tonight, uh, uh, Claire, to talk about housing. 
I am here uh, tonight to give you some information on housing and for your viewers. So um, we are, I'm very excited to pass this on. I, I hope that um, this helps those that are listening. And uh, at first, um, I'd like to give my email, as you had mentioned earlier, so people could contact me sure. uh, and ask questions. So it's Claire, C-L-A-I-R-E dot McCrinicolis, M-A-K-R-I-N-I-K-O-L-A-S at mass.gov. That's a bunch of Scrabble letters right there, Claire. It is. It is. And um, (laughs) just for uh, reference, my maiden name was O'Neill. So I, it was, uh, it was, it was a challenge to learn, but it was worth it, and every step of the the, the ride, uh, because as you know, Evan, my husband, was on with you um, a few weeks ago talking about Chapter 115, which is an important part of homelessness and services that are available to veterans uh, here in the Commonwealth. So, um, you know, there's always been um, kind of... Um, different um, opinions about a link between homelessness and um, veterans. And people assume that there is always a higher population of uh, veterans when it comes to homelessness. But nationally, uh, there is a account that's taken every year to identify various groups of homeless folks, whether it be elders or um, youths, women, uh, veterans and um, this national account, which is created by HUD partnerships with the federal agencies, um, have come across um, the historical data, which shows that um, when um, the major cities count all of the homeless folks in um, their city or town, and every Every state does it the same night, so there's consistency across the nation with county. Um, it's found that um, you, uh, when they counted, 49% were veterans, but 52% were everybody else. Wow. So, um, so wow. there, you know, it's and I think probably uh, folks maybe see a little bit more of folks in major cities with signs maybe saying, you know, the veteran, please help. But yeah. when they, they did the count, um, again, in the suburbs, there were more veterans identified in the suburbs um, uh, than they were in major cities. So nationally, um, every uh, in 2020, 37,252 veterans were experiencing homelessness. But out of every 10,000, only 21% were veterans and only two percent were um a homeless family so um it's not it's not as large as folks um think the number is but here in massachusetts the collaboration between the sister agencies and our federal partners have really created a lot of opportunity and flexible funding for um veterans um here and um under um the um Baker administration and the legislatures in, in under uh, Secretary Poppy's office, we um, have uh, 11 homeless providers and 16 outreach providers across the Commonwealth. So what that means is if a veteran walks into a VSO office and says, I'm homeless, I need some assistance, 
first thing that um, they would do is um, identify an area. Maybe somebody walked into New Bedford, and there's a great place down in New Bedford that has homeless and outreach services, so the agent would refer them to the uh, facility uh, that um, is in New Bedford. He'd also put them on Chapter 115, which okay. would help them. Um, and um, that would, from there, they would go uh, to the uh, homeless vendor, which would provide them with case management, food, and get them on their way. Uh, outreach centers are for veterans and families free of charge, which uh, provide food, food pantry. We've got a great one, as you know, Chris Hart down in um, Plymouth, the uh, Nathan Hill Foundation, yeah. um, and he's got the Three Hearts Farm down there. So really is um, assisting, especially during COVID, um, this, the past few years, uh, vendors really have stepped up and um, really assisted those vets that need uh, food, and they would assist them in getting it contactless. Well, Claire, I don't know if you know, but uh, Wolfie and I, for the past uh, 12 months, uh, we're continuing. Next week is going to be our 13th month of a veterans drive through food program here. We give away about 5,000 pounds of food uh, uh, once a month, the second Thursday of every month, and uh, we've been doing this. We're up a little over 65,000 pounds of food with the South Shore Community Action Council, uh, the End Food Hunger Program down in Pembroke. So uh, we're, we're also uh, very cognizant of the food insecurity problem, and, and although we did start it for veterans only, We've now opened up our services because we're seeing that there's a tremendous need out there, Claire. So uh, our food drive, which is going to be next Thursday here at the WATD studios from 12 to 2, uh, will be... We've uh, we've been selling out. Everyone's been coming early. We get here at 10.30 to set up. So everyone's here by 11.30, so we're just going to 1 o'clock, so it's going to be like 11.30 to 1. It's Claire, almost, it's a, it's a, everybody was done by 12 o'clock yesterday. Right. I mean, last, last time. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's amazing, uh, Claire. We've got 10 or 15 volunteers that are here every month, uh, and I think the smiles on their faces at the end of the day are, are equal to, if not bigger than the smiles on the faces uh, that we've uh, given the boxes and bags of food to... Uh, it, it's it's a real enjoyable for, experience for us. We're happy to do it. We hope we don't have to do it much longer, but what are we going to do, Claire? You know, we got to do what right. we got to do. That's right. That's right. And um, our vendors and uh, you and Military um, Foundation, Don, Don Cox, Cox down, yeah. Yeah. does a fantastic job in Foxborough. Yeah. Um, so um, I, 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 that's wonderful. Thank you. Well, we're, we're able to provide it, and, uh, you, you know, we're, we're, we're happy to, but uh, Wolfie and his, uh, his, his goon squad of uh, folks, uh, you know, are here with, uh, uh, ready to go, and, uh, and, and, and it's all the same people that are here every month now, Claire. The, the experience yeah. is, so, is so wonderful for them. Uh, so we're, we're, we're happy to work with you folks uh, you know, and maybe you could help send some uh, some other. If you have a an idea of another place that we'd like to have a pop up drive through, call us, okay. Claire. Within a couple of weeks, we can get a trailer of food up there. Almost no matter where you need us to be, we can get there. 
That's fantastic. Thank you, Greg. We do have veterans uh, service providers and identified veterans from um, down the Cape all the way up to uh, Northampton and everywhere in between. So um, our vendors do identify and serve the entire uh, Commonwealth in the state of Massachusetts. So not only do we um, provide um, uh, contracts with uh, 26 vendors, but um, the total that it's about 17 million um, wow. that uh, the Commonwealth provides for the services under the homeless and outreach contract. And last year, um, our uh, records show that over 43,000 services were delivered to veterans and families in wow. the Commonwealth, and that includes beds rental um rental assistance it's not only for single vets but now it's for female uh vets our vendors are now moving away from emergency shelter and working with our federal partners and our sister state agencies and providing flexible funding for rental assistance eviction help um emergency housing vouchers that if um, there's something called the BASH voucher, which is strictly for head of household veterans. But if a veteran doesn't quite qualify because of the, um, the state definition and the federal definition are different, um, emergency housing vouchers have become available through uh, the Commonwealth of Mass through the housing authorities. So there was over 70,000 nationally in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, I believe, received, um, I am going to say off the top of my head, I did know it when I left the office, but... That's okay. Um, but there's quite a few, and... Hun uh, some hundreds uh, of them? Oh, hundreds. And, um, oh, I have it here, um, 1,372. Wow. And how um, there is a list, Greg, that I can, I can give you some of this information so you can post it on your website. Please do. There, yes, I will. There are 12 com um, COCs, which are continuum of chaos across the Commonwealth. And what that is is um, if a veteran doesn't go to a veteran-specific agency or they don't quite qualify, they do qualify for everything else. And okay. you get screened, you go into a database. So if you go in through, um, you know, one particular time, but you want to move someplace else, that information is already there to assist Great. Um, wherever. Great. So, and, um, and Claire, if you don't mind, we have to take a quick break. If you don't mind sure. holding on till we come back, it'll I just will. be a, a minute or so. Thank you. Because I want to ask you about the definition of homelessness when we come back, please. I absolutely. Great. Larry, why don't you take us away, kid, and uh, we'll be back with uh, our friend Claire uh, to talk more about the homeless situation. And uh, I, I have a, 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 some information about my own uh, uh, vision of what's going on with veg veterans homeless and what how great a job Massachusetts has done. But uh, take it away, Larry, and we'll be back after these messages. Radio here with uh, 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 Secretary of Veterans Affairs, uh, Cheryl Poppy, and uh, one of her right right hands, uh, certainly to help her uh, take care of all the veterans' population, Claire McCrinicoulis. Uh, Claire, thanks a lot. We've been uh, talking about the homeless uh, 
uh, situation in Massachusetts. And if I could just give my observation, uh, uh, being around the Boston community and into this uh, network here, uh, the stand down uh, uh, for veterans was a unbelievable occurrence with 50 uh, 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 tents full of uh, service providers and hundreds, if not a thousand veterans a show or so, and and now clear that uh, stand down is moved to a smaller show in uh, Boston City Hall Plaza, and uh, I, I mean something's going on. Uh, uh, I don't think those veterans have just disappeared. I think you've uh, done a terrific job of of, of finding uh, housing and setting them up, and uh, sure. you, you know the proof is in the lack of numbers that I see. Sure, there absolutely, uh, Greg. And in Mass, uh, in 2020, there were in the, the the Commonwealth of Mass, there were 836 homeless vets, and 29 were unsheltered. But that went down since 2009 to 2020. The, nationally, the the veterans homeless count has uh, been cut by 50 percent, and it's all. Uh, due to the uh, collaboration that our leaders, veterans leaders here in the Commonwealth, have really done a great job in getting us federal funds to um, to apply for to our veteran-centric vendors. We've got uh, the stand-down. If uh, nobody knows what that is, it really is a one or it used to be three days, yep. but now uh, it's about a, a one-day uh, for lack of a better word, fair or a consortium of all these vendors that uh, from the VA, dental, um, doctors, uh, women's care, um, the, clothes, the registry, educational vets. The IRS was the registry. there. Yep. Absolutely. And they meet where the veteran is. And that is how the mindset here, we have, we have really be, become masters at this in serving the veterans in our Commonwealth. We meet where the veterans are. We have our peer specialists with the SAVE team and all of our other veteran-centric vendors actually um, meet where uh, the veteran has the most needs and helps them through it. A lot of the peer specialists, veterans themselves, and really can speak their language and help them. And these wraparound services, which are on display at the stand-down, are really monumental. There's also something that's come out in the last few years to really get people out of the emergency shelter business and more into permanent supportive housing. It's called the surge. And they do it indoors, and they get folks that they identify that are living in their transitional housing, and they prepare them. They go to this identified um, mini stand-down, and when they walk out after getting their uh, all their paperwork together, they walk out with a key. Yeah. They already have identified apartments, and the veteran knows that they have those uh, that ability to, to not go home that night to the shelter cot or bed that they actually have their own um, apartment. So we really have fine-tuned all our services with the support of the VA. We work um, side-by-side with them, our um, state agencies. We over the, I've been with the Department of Veterans Services for 21 years, and I've seen it grow uh, exponentially. And um, I, I cannot say enough about the under... Um, the leadership that we've seen at DVS, how they really have 
uh, really uh, embraced an inclusive, uh, not, you know, in the beginning it used to be just for the veteran, but now it's the Gold Star families, it's the um, Gold Star children, it's the spouses, it's the uh, children. So we're really embracing, because the whole family is affected when somebody becomes homeless and, or needs service. And doesn't that all lead back to the to the VSO clear that that we that we beg all of the the, the veterans, the spouses uh, of veterans that have passed away, go find out about your survivor benefits. There could be so much that they're not taking advantage of, and you know we just you know we just constantly bring up the importance of the VSO being that first contact to find out what you don't know. That's right. You don't know what you don't know, but we've really worked very closely with the VSOs and educating them in all of our, um, what opportunities are available for homeless vets, for families that are homeless, that are veterans, and our veteran vendors that not only get funded from the Commonwealth, but they also get funded from other uh, federal agencies, that, and they have permanent supportive housing for veterans and families. So now uh, the focus has turned from just a World War II single male veteran unit to an inclusive housing um, unit opportunity for the whole veteran. And this is where we see these flexible funds come in to the Commonwealth, uh, whether it be on SSVF, we've got that supportive services, veterans and families, which is offered by the VA, which helps prevent folks from becoming homeless. So if they have rental arrearages, some of these funds pay up to nine months in rental arrearages. Wow. And that's fantastic. They pay for child care. Um, they pay for car repairs. If you have a job and you need to get funded, for, uh, you need your paycheck to pay your rent. They'll assist them. And uh, so there is a whole host of um, opportunity. Also, too, we've got our vendors um, that are providing um, permanent supportive housing in a really big way, in a larger scale. Um, we've got um, place in, um, for instance, in uh, Gardner, we've got a, uh, a provider that's developing a 44 one-bedroom unit down the Cape. Uh, which has always been a vacation mecca. And nobody really thinks of this as there's a housing yeah. shortage and a homeless shortage. There are um, some veterans' developments uh, being considered and popping up. One in Martha's Vineyard um, and up in uh, Devons. The um, Devons, um, the, um, oh, I can't think of it. The uh, secretary. If you're there, uh, if you could help me out the, uh, up in uh, Fort Devens. The Clear Pass? Yes, thank you. The Clear Pass. Pass in the uh, Clear Pass, thank you, at Fort Devens. They're uh, uh, looking at uh, some permanent supportive housing, the old uh, housing for the officers and the soldiers up there. They're well, really, uh, I'd like to give a shout-out, Claire, to our friends at uh, Father Bill's. Who have oh. just taken over uh, an abandoned or nearly abandoned uh, um, motel in Brockton, across the street from the Brockton VA Hospital, and brilliantly they've created uh, twenty-five or thirty studio veterans' apartments. What a, That's what, right. What a brilliant yeah. idea! And I want to throw a shout out to any of our listeners out there 
that we and and Claire, just so you know, I've 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 joined up with uh, the folks at Soldier On, uh, Bob Notch from the Brighton Marine, uh, a bunch of significant folks in the within the veterans community. We would like to examine if you have an out of business rundown motel in your area. Please give me a call seven eight one nine eight five one five five one. We've got the wherewithal, we've got the team, and and I think we can make a significant impact, not only uh, providing great housing, but also taking a blight off the community uh, 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 situation. So uh, I want to shout out to Father Bills for doing such a great job. And, uh, you know, if we had some more creative situations like this, Claire, maybe uh, we could make a further dent in that homeless situation. Absolutely, and uh, further down in uh, in the in the near future, um, the secretary um, has uh, charged the homeless um, department to uh, reach out um, to vendors and community providers that uh, we're looking at providing some um, incentive for them to think about, uh, you know. Um, providing the things that folks n- normally wouldn't get uh, funded for, but something creative so we can start, move the needle in ending veterans' homelessness and move the needle in providing services for folks to not become homeless. And we'll be sending out um, an RFP in the next couple months, and all of our vendors will be identified uh, we'll contact, but Greg, I'll send you the link once we get it up and uh, running. And what this would be would be funding for uh, proposals to come in to help serve our veterans and families of the Commonwealth. And, and, and would like I, would like to have you on, Claire, to to, to sure. announce that when it comes Absolutely. in as well, if you don't mind. You know, we'll uh, we'll, we'll bring it. in no matter what the subject matter is uh, that particular week. And, and I thank you. I wanted to also give a shout-out to Father Bills in Mainspring for the Marshfield project that yep. has uh, opened, which is in, just down the street from where you are right now, and Father Bills uh, has worked. They, I think they, there was a fire a few years ago, but yep. they stuck with yep. it, and they really did a beautiful job, and they held a lottery, and um, they'll be moving the first folks in, I believe, this week. And not only um, will they have a room, this beautiful room, they'll also have wraparound services. They'll have a case sure. manager there. So yep. any needs. And I know the town of Marshfield has really put their heart into this and provided um, um, all sorts of furniture and clo- and uh, toiletries and and just has really shown their pride for having this in their community. And Father Bills has really uh, done an amazing job, not only in Marshfield, but other communities, hang on, Brockton. Yeah. And when John Yaswinski started out, uh, he uh, really expanded um, ending veterans' homelessness, which really is uh, the definition would be lacking stable and appropriate housing. And people can be categorized if they're living on the streets or maybe couch surfing. I was so, going to ask you about, I was going to ask you specifically, Claire, about couch surfing. Yes, that is considered, um, you know, um, that is if somebody, if you're, if you're staying on somebody's uh, couch, 
that really is a definition that's included. It's expanded, moving between um, friends' homes, temporary shelters, in your car, um, living in, um, you know, boarding houses without the appropriate bathroom facilities or security or tenure, or if somebody becomes um, evicted um, and you have an eviction notice, you can apply for vouchers because you at that time are going to be homeless and really these flexible definitions now in these funds have really opened up for everybody and we really are working hard to get veterans and their families um, stable and successful and with all of our partnerships with the federal government our vsos our local communities the continuums of care which there are uh, 12 of them across the commonwealth anybody can go in and apply and have an opportunity to have a home for themselves and their their families whether they're veterans or not well, Claire, and unfortunately, the clock on the wall says that uh, our, t- our time is running out. We could talk <laughs> for you. another hour, I think. But uh, in, in closing, what about a con- some more contact information, Claire, if you want to repeat sure. that? Or how, it, how should somebody go about sure. finding more? Absolutely. Uh, certainly, um, it would be www.mass.gov slash veterans. We are working on updating our, um, our all this great information, which keeps changing and coming out at uh, record speed. So um, that's one. Also, too, um, mass.gov slash DHCD, Department of Housing and Community Development, has a whole host of information on the emergency shelter vouchers, how to obtain um, eviction help, uh, legal help, rental arrearages, um, www.va.gov. That has the information on the VASH vouchers, uh, SSVF, Supportive Services, Veterans and Families. That works in conjunction with all of our programs as well. Bush- and I will give... Bushel, you got a bushel basket of uh, of services available. I do, and I could talk forever, and um, so. But I know time is short, and uh, maybe another time we can talk some more about this. And I'll give you my um, email again. If anybody would like to reach out, it's uh, Claire dot M A K R I N I K O L A S at mass.gov and and folks if you if uh, uh, if you notice that's her own personal email she's not that's hiding right. behind anything to to whatever this is a frontline assistant a helper someone that will be your right hand person and can give you the right scoop so uh, uh, we want to thank you Claire uh, Secretary thank Poppy you, thank you so much uh, for, for helping us put together and uh We'll follow up again with you on March 10th for the next uh, Women Veterans Night. And uh, uh, we couldn't do this without you, ladies. So uh, thank you very much for your great support, and thanks from the veterans community. Thank Thank you, Greg. You You helped get the word out.
We're, we're, we're trying, kids. We're, we're trying. So uh, at this point, Larry, why don't we uh, take it away for the last break, and we'll come back for the fourth quarter wrap-up. Take it away there, Larry. we got breaking news, breaking news. Welcome back, everybody. Veterans Voice, if, if you haven't been listening, we just uh, got off the phone with uh, the Secretary of uh, uh, Massachusetts uh, Department of Veterans Services, Cheryl Poppy, along with their wonderful assistant, Claire McRinicolis. Uh, Claire is a wealth of information tonight. She was specializing in uh, housing and and the housing assistance that the Commonwealth of Mass provides. So, you know, the bottom line is start off at your local VSOs. They're there to help you. They're there to get you started. They're they're there to, to let you know what you don't know. All you have to do is... You sit down and walk right in and sit right down and uh, I think I know that song. That's baby, song. let your mind roll on. Yep. Yeah, that, that that's it. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do, and uh, the VSO will 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 show you the way. But uh, we got a bunch of uh, events coming up that uh, we're going to be talking about. Uh, I think number one, uh, Wolfie, tomorrow you get your 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 coffee down <laughs> in. Uh, down the yeah, Life Saving Museum. Yeah, the Hull Life Saving Museum, 117 Nantasket Ave. And we have a full roster of guests. They're going to talk about and how they're working on tax relief for Gold Star families. So that's exciting. Yeah, huge. Yeah. And then um, Justin Lantini is going to talk about the Vietnam Wall. Weather, weather permitting. Justin's coming up oh, from uh, Westport. Yeah, that's right. And, we, and we, we might have an ice storm tomorrow. I think we're going to be okay in Hull yeah. for the event. I, and it's I, a 9 o'clock. It's, it, it starts yeah. at 9. We're okay before. And um, and then there's going to be uh, Cliff Coy, Boston um, Vet Center. Yeah. And then there's a, a test pilot. What a character he is. Test flow airplanes, and now he's doing wood carving, and it's so crazy. He was so good at one thing, so good at another. So he's going to show us how he does it, and he, he's done fishing and all interesting animals. So a nice little craft for the veterans yeah. to maybe take yeah. up a little bit yeah, to see absolutely. how he does it. Yep, absolutely. Show him how he does it. He took some three baseball bats and cut a plate like home plate, and it's a stool. He's a clever guy. Very nice. Very so very, very nice. So that's tomorrow's uh, at 9 o'clock till about 10.30 or so, yeah, uh, close plenty to the of public. coffee and cookies and yep. cupcakes and all of that. Uh, I'll be there, you'll be there, and, uh, and, and I you love, know, we'll we just sing, welcome everybody. We sing, the, uh, we sing the national anthem, we play the music in the background. If you want to hear something funny, we all have goosebumps, we're all standing up, but it doesn't sound too we, good. We try to unhear <laughs> it right afterwards, I, I understand. It is fun, uh, I, I, I understand. So, uh, and then next Thursday, we've got our food drive-through, yep, yep. our our. 13th uh, uh, iteration of our loca- locale here, right at 130 Enterprise Drive, from noontime to 2 o'clock. No one. We're gonna, we sold out early, so it's they came all early, so we're going to just go 1130 to 1. 1130 to 1. And the volunteers come at 1030. Because like you were saying, every, it's about 25, 30 people. Everybody does the pot they like. It's an assembly line. It's banged right out. The cars drive through. Everyone knows each other. Everybody teases each other, has fun. We fill the cars up, and they're gone. We were all gone by 1230, by 12 o'clock last time. And that's rain or shine. We're going to be here yeah, next no matter Thursday. What. doesn't matter. Trailer of food. It Do- doesn't matter. Uh, boy, what else we have? We have a model-making kit at the American Legion Post, 19 Harley Street in Weymouth, 6 o'clock. Cost is free. Yep. Snacks provided. Yep. And it's going to be... Uh, the Case uh, and Young. Yeah. The Bay Colony Historic Modelers Association will lead the group in making models of a Fletcher-class destroyer, uh, the 
Cass and Young. Yeah, and then Buzz White, because the crew that does the volunteer work on it, they were all involved with them. So he's going to come down and give us a history of the Young. That's some crazy and stuff. And it's currently destroyed. birthed at the... At the uh, Beside the, the Charlestown, beside the USS Constitution. Yes. So the models are provided, all the tools are provided. Come on down, have a great time, just hang around, build something or not. Yeah, yeah. Just, just come and be if you'd like to see what's going on. Yeah. 19 Hollis Street in Weymouth, that's uh, South Weymouth, uh, near the railroad tracks near Alvin Hollis. Uh, yeah, right oil, by the hospital. I, I, yeah. Block away from the hospital. Yeah. So that's uh, next next week's uh, ad- adventure. Uh, the 27th, Wolfie's got a crazy snow oh, plow. Snow show i can't even it's it's beyond me but wolfie's got a bunch of ugly snow plows showing up you're gonna you're gonna vote on the ugliest plow it's the it's the the awards are going to it's a jeep snowmobiles atvs big dump trucks and snow plows and then we're going to give prizes if there's snow to the snow blowers that shoot at the father so the prizes are the biggest the baddest and the beast. Yeah, and and it'll be held rain or snow, I imagine. Yes, yeah, no, and of course we got a fifty-five gallon drum. We're gonna throw some wood in and cook some marshmallows like the old days. That's that <laughs> that that that's uh, sounds like a hot time uh, to be yeah. had. Uh, our, our dear friend Jenny Babcock has been sitting here. Looking, She's laughing at us. She's laughing at she us. She always uh, laughs at us. Always I, laughs at us. You know. And all that money is going to go to the veteran program, the rowing at the How Life Save Museum. Sounds great. And then March fifth, we got a thank you. To Wounded Vets. Uh, we'll talk about that m- more, but joining up with iPods for Wounded Vets, we're going to have a great day. But uh, in lieu of Chuck being here, yeah, we. Uh, I have to say, uh, don't do it. Chuck will be pissed. Don't do it. You don't have no idea of how important you are to the country, to your families, to your friends. To all of us here at WATD and our, and our supporters, you heard about all the great benefits that are out there tonight, and you've got some help. And if you want to talk to somebody, you feel like you're just having some questions, 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt, PES1, and uh, get somebody to talk to. That's all we're here to do is just talk. Help you t- talk, get some things off your chest maybe a little bit and find out that, uh, boy, a lot of people do care and, you know, don't don't think about a permanent situation to a part-time problem. Thank you, folks. Uh, next week, we're going to have our dear friend Ray Milano in talking about all the Small Business Administration help uh, for small business owners and especially veteran uh, uh, business owners and entrepreneurs. So, Larry, thank you very much for your great help tonight. Jenny Babcock, thank you so much, dear, for your support. 